Welcome to the Sweat Life Podcast, y'all, where you're going to hear what is truly possible in your life when it is set on a healthy foundation of moving your body and fueling your body to be your best self in all areas of life. I'm your host, Samantha Nivens, health life coach who helps busy men and women reach their impossible health goals. With over 10 years experience in the health and fitness industry, a top placing female ultra marathon athlete and mom of two little dudes. Here's to breaking through your old stories and becoming more relentless every day. Hey, you guys, welcome to living the sweat lifestyle. I'm here with Georgia Walker, who is with G Walker Performance. She is a local personal trainer here. Hey, Georgia. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. So we like to dig in and get started with your sweat story. Okay. So tell us like your background in health and fitness, what that looked like from either growing up and what you did to then starting G Walker Performance. Okay. Um... So I started, I've just always played sports, always been very active. Um, and then I went to, played high school sports, and I went to college, and I was determined to play some sort of college sport. So my first year of school, I actually coached my high school basketball team, and um, then just decided that I was going to start trying out for local basketball teams. And um, Mars Hill was... Uh, they let me walk on, and so I got awesome. to play there for a year, and um, I was not fit for the college athletic world at that time. I was not, uh, I didn't want to go to practice. I was a good student. I had, I had, I was a McDonald's All-American for my grades, but mm. I just was uh, not a great student athlete. Mm. Um, if I had me now, I would have kicked me out of the weight room, and like, uh-huh. yeah, I would have done the same thing all my coaches did to me. So I ended up, I transferred um, to College of Charleston and I decided I wanted to, I started working with sports performance in the, the gym downstairs in the weight room for the athletes. Uh, one of the coaches there was allowed me to be his intern. Mm. And so I was studying exercise science. Um, well, at that time it was a physical education with a concentration of exercise science. They didn't have an exercise science degree mm. then. Um, and so I started working, and within by the time my senior year, I was training athletes. Uh, I was in I was in charge of teams, which was awesome. The, the rules have changed a lot, so that would not be allowed now. But right. um, back then, that was totally normal, and or I guess nor- they let me do it. I don't know. Um, and so I was with the men's soccer team. I worked with the volleyball team, um, and yeah, and so I and the cheer and dance team with my major teams there, and then so. After I graduated in 2010 from College of Charleston with an exercise science degree, I started my own business doing boot camps, uh, G Walker Fitness. I moved back to my hometown in Jonesboro, Tennessee, and I was the only personal trainer in town, basically, so that helped significantly. And I did uh, boot camps in the park for some of my friends, and then it grew from there. At one point, I had 50 people showing up um, for classes, which was great, and I I saw this was going really well, but I knew I wanted to get back in the athletic world. So um, I went to UT Knoxville. Mm -hmm. So I got my, I applied there and then started just showing up in the weight room until eventually they let me be an intern um, for the strength conditioning department there. And so I got my master's at, uh, with exercise science there, exercise kinesiology, same umbrella, but um, 
So I got my master's there, and while I was doing that, I was working with the Lady Vols. Uh, I was helping with basketball, um, soccer, and uh, swim and dive mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, got to see some football, some tennis, but mostly I was on the, they called the Olympic side when it's uh-huh. a non-football side. So I was over there um, quite a bit, and I got to stay next to Pat Summit one day, which was like Ooh. the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um, and I, I just worked with some really strong women there, and they mm-hmm. actually put in a good word for me. And halfway through my master's, I got hired by University of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So then I started working. I, I traveled back and forth for exams and finished out my master's that way. But I started working for South Carolina, and um, I worked there for two and a half years. Uh, I was with the indoor and sand volleyball teams and equestrian and the distance kids for track and field. And... Then uh, from there, I, I wanted to do private sector and exe- and the athletes. Um, I just felt drawn to that. There's a longer story to that, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of. I had a lot going on at that time, and that's where I needed to. That's where I was. That's where I needed to go next. So I moved. Um, my a friend at that time was moving down to Boca Raton, Florida. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could move to Boca, or I could move to Jonesboro. Pick Boca, um, and I just started applying for jobs and ended up getting a job at a really awesome facility and I still follow still friends with them the Institute of Human Performance down Mm -hmm. in Boca Raton Uh, Juan Carlos Santana was my uh, mentor there and he at first we bumped heads a little bit but we ended up getting along really well and um, uh, he taught me a lot which is great but we um, I was there for two years and I was working with Lynn University with their golf team and baseball a little bit and and had my own clients and I was actually really loved it I was doing really well but I didn't want to live in Boca um, mm-hmm. coming home was really hard with uh, Ralph my dog because um, mm. I didn't want to fly so I had to drive um, because I wanted to bring Ralph home every time I came right. so that's a long trip to every time I wanted to come home so I was like oh well I'm gonna move to Asheville so I started G Walker performance April two years ago and I just picked up and moved here without really knowing what was going to happen and ended up the first couple months was I was just really chill but then I ran into underground fitness and started working there worked there for 18 months while I was doing G Walker performance um, and I also got hired from UNC Asheville mm-hmm. so I'm a part-time assistant strength coach at UNC Asheville uh, and I run G Walker Performance full-time. Now I'm running out of LT's Primal, so I'm no longer with Underground. I'm just on my own over there renting space under Lucy and Tara and Gina, and they've been awesome to work with. I've been there since March, so it's so far so good. Loving it. I just left there to come over here. Awesome. Awesome. Wow huge experience like I have been around and seen a lot of I've worked with five-year-olds to 85 year olds so I've got a and um my specialty is tricky because of that when I get asked that question a lot what my specialty is and uh I'm working on narrowing that down but I think what it is is I can connect with my clients Mm. and from there I can design I don't want to say what they need in the sense of like I'm making stuff up as I go because most people kind of come with generally the same problems Mm -hmm. Um, but I I can connect with them and find what works for them and that's my specialty is being able Ah. to connect and understand listen I'm very patient and I'm 
I don't want to say great. I don't feel like a good listener right now. Yeah. I'm talking a lot, but uh, I'm a pretty good listener in the sense that I can I can hear it, hear what you need, even if you don't hear it. I'm, right. I'm strangely observant, which is I think that has come from working with so many athletes at once. Mm. I can see a lot all at once. Yeah. And, um, that's I, I think one of my gifts and a skill that I have acquired, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. And. Um, that just makes me think off the bat then. So, like, when somebody comes to you to work with you, what does that process look like to get started? Yeah, so I've got a – and I'm narrowing it down to try to get it as as concise as I possibly can, but I've got a consult where mm-hmm. you come in and um, we – I you know, we go over your – I have, like, a – I don't want to say, like, an application sort of kind of – so I mm-hmm. fill out what – and it, most of it's standard issue, and then we get to kind of like, all right, what are your goals? What do you, what do you, you know, what do you want? Where have you been? What are you, what are your experience levels? What injuries do you have? And usually, by the time we get done with that, I've got an idea of where where they want to go. And with the injury list, which, and I said, everyone's got different injuries, of course, but mm-hmm. usually it stems from underlying like small muscle groups not firing very well. Mm. So. Um, and so I start everyone with the basics. So I have a movement screen that everyone does that mm-hmm. is, uh, and it's very, very, very basic. So I ask people to do a couple squats, mm-hmm. and I don't explain the movements. Yeah. So I, I just want to see where their baseline, one, the verbiage that they know, mm-hmm. and then how they, how they instantly respond to me asking them to move in a certain way. So I ask them to squat, lunge, do a hip hinge, push up, and a, a row, a re- mm-hmm. like a TRX row or something. And, and then, um, depending on how well they respond to that, bird dogs is my, six, my sixth uh, mm-hmm. one. And um, that's a core exercise from all fours. But um, so, and after they perform their version of it, then I'll give them my version of it. And usually by the time the movement screen's over, um, we've gotten to the, the issue of mm. where the pain is or where, or sometimes people come out and they're like flying colors on it and, um, that's great but most people get stuck about like lunge or hip hinge area Uh and that's oh yeah this is hurting my low back or my legs are caving in when I do a lunge or there's um or push-ups course course diving you know there's usually during that movement screen I can see all right that's what's been bothering him or her depending on who it is but uh yeah so the movement screen and then I do a basic depending on how long the movement screen takes, mm-hmm. do a basic push-pull-press uh, exercise. Like, literally, it's squats. Let me pull it up just so I don't screw it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's squats, it's a med ball slam, push-ups, and a TRX row. Mm-hmm. And so I want to see you, So now I've seen you do it with just your body weight. Right. And then I put a little weight on it, and then sometimes that's when it's like, oh, there, you looked great before, and then we put that dumbbell in your hand, and it's a whole different ball game. Right. So um, once we get through that exercise or that movement screening, um, and then I'll start. I can add, we add bands. I do before every single session. Um, I use mini bands, and we do mm. monster walks. Okay. So mini band monster walks forward, backwards, lateral, and then some pull aparts. So I'm trying to activate those small muscles in your glutes. So tell us what a monster walk is. So it's a mini band around your like right above your ankles. Uh huh. All right. I'm gonna keep my core tight. I'm gonna get an athletic position. So I'll do like a quarter squat maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to 
keep my feet wider than my hips, mm -hmm. and I'm going to slowly walk oh. forward, one step at a time, like a monster. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so I'm going to do those forward, and I'm going to do those backwards, and I'm going to do side to side, and by the end of that, usually people are, their butts are on fire. Mm. Um, and so activating those glutes, sometimes we don't, when we're doing normal, and I'll say normal in a bad way, but when we're doing normal activity, mm -hmm. our main muscle movers are taking over. Mm -hmm. So we're using our glute maximus. Mm -hmm. We're using our, you know, our quad. We're using our big muscle groups. When we do the banded walk, it's so small. It's the minimus, the medius. Mm. It's so smaller muscles that you're like, holy cow, I didn't know. And it's not that you aren't using them, but I want to activate them before we use them so that ideally, hopefully, maybe, you're going to use them more when you're doing your bigger lifts ah. as well. Okay. So a little more bang for your buck, and that way you're nice and warmed up. Your hips are, I mean, ready to go. Right. So I, have, I have them in my bag. We can totally try that oh out. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, and then the band of pull-aparts, literally it's just a, a loose band, and you're, you're um, posturing up. So chest up, shoulders back, abs tight, and holding the band out in front of you and pulling it apart, mm -hmm. pinching your shoulder blades together, just trying to um, align those shoulders, work those small muscles between your shoulders, wake them up, if you will. Mm. So... Um, I like to do that before every single client. So my clients, I have them out on the floor. So if, if I'm finishing up, go ahead and grab your bands, get rolling, because that's what we're going to do first. Nice. So, um, yeah, but so the movement screening. Sorry. Yes. So that's, uh, I have every single person that comes in that we do that first so I can see where they are. I like to get a baseline, um, and then from there we work up. So yeah. Some people move through my beginning workouts quicker so sometimes at my my general prep phase gpp is it only takes two weeks for some people mm -hmm. um and then some people they move it takes them a little longer or they've added they need or want more cardio to it or you know it depends on their weight loss goals or strength strength goals or you know wherever they are i try to meet, make the program meet their goals and well, i had a couple things kind of there so <laughs> so First of all, like, who comes to see you? Is it, like, whatever your goal is, whether it's, like, weight loss or athletes or just, like, general health? Like, what do you – what kinds of, like, goals do you see coming to you? And I usually see people that either are struggling with a weight loss um, or um, their experience – if they go to a class or they ex go somewhere – with larger groups they're mm -hmm. not comfortable so mm -hmm. I get so for mm -hmm. the weight loss portion the clients that I get they come to me because it is a private safe space mm -hmm. which is great um, and then so and I also tend to have a lot of people with overuse injuries mm -hmm. so people come to me because something hurts um, which I think is great because I, I kind of can get nerdy on that and Ooh. just kind of enjoy that part of it and figure out the crux of the issue and, and work that with them which is fun and entertaining for me um but so i so i see a lot of injuries come to me yeah. which is i don't want to say good like i don't want people to be injured but i like that because it, it lets me use my degree which yeah. is fun um otherwise most of my referrals so yeah. um yeah i guess that's it so an any and every goal really yeah like, so i have so do. oh okay so strength goals um I have people that come, you know, say you want to learn to, to do an Olympic lift a little mm. bit better. So I'm USAW certified, so I've got my Olympic lifting. I work, you know, with the athletes at, well, well all over the place according yeah. to my bio. But at UNC Asheville, when we do Olympic lifts over there, I do Olympic lifts in my own personal lift. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I help with that. Um, I'm actually trying to 
work towards my buddy, well, the head strength coach at UNC Asheville and I, Cameron Clark, mm-hmm. we're working towards potentially starting, we're going to start it at LTs and see how it goes, but an Olympic seminar and mm. see if, you know, we can maybe offer that to yeah. some of the community, you know, other CrossFit gyms, other community members that um, you just have little tweaks. You don't really need yeah. a full session. You don't need all the other stuff, but hey, I want my snatch to be a little bit better. Hey, sure. my clean is getting, you know, I'm barbell curling it instead of actually cleaning it mm. at this point in the game, you know, and so we're trying to see if we can see how that goes. We're doing it. We're starting this Saturday with it. So Ooh, we'll fun. See. Yeah. So we'll see what how how that goes at LTs, and hopefully we can spread that around this summer, Love or at least it. the fall. We'll see. I don't know. I have no idea. So it's just good to just try <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, we're just going to try see, it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And that's definitely, I feel like, in that community, whether CrossFit or Olympic lifting, I mean, Olympic lifts are some serious stuff. And they're like, very, very technical. And, exactly. and um, we tend to forget how technical they can be, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, I saw them do it. But it's like actually putting your brain to to work and actually completing the olympic lifts is a whole different animal and um i see people and that's a lot of have had several clients in the past i don't have as many right now that would come to me because of olympic they hurt their back Mm -hmm. they hurt they they did something wrong at at a gym wherever Mm -hmm. they were and um you know and I, i just would like to see less of that yeah of course you know i i want clients but i i don't want anybody i would like for people to understand that working out in pain is not how you have to train right. you do not have to be in pain to work out That's I mean awesome. it's going to be there's going to be moments where you're like oh my god this is really hard this yeah. is uncomfortable but if something's pinching radiating pulling that's probably not you're not in the right position I love that description <laughs> like I feel like sometimes it's like that fine line or people are like trying to make that choice and have that self-awareness to be like right is this actual pain or is this just me like yeah working hard trying to like overcome this right maybe I do have a weakness in this part but or or am I like oh my I'm rounding out my back and I'm actually you know hurting myself more than helping myself in that moment um and that's a lot of things that's one of the things that I try to communicate with my clients is where do you feel that how does that feel when you press through the floor to pick up that weight what does that feel like and trying to get them to be more aware of what's actually happening versus I've got to pick this bar up and put it down you know five times no you're going to hinge at the hips you're going to keep your chest Mm. up we're going to walk through that so you can understand what your body's actually doing versus just getting the reps in and I think that's important for us to start to to be aware like hey maybe that's not the lift you for you Mm. we're not all built the same right maybe that's maybe that's not what you need to do for 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 your fitness we can maybe do something with a trap bar that's going to be similar to that but it's going to put you in a better position that's not going to hurt you yeah but we can still get those same goals but without the pain hey let's do that oh i love that yeah so that's what i want to keep working my business towards is Working out without pain, it's going to be uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean it has to be painful. Right, you know? right. So. Oh, that is so great. I love that. Um, okay, and so back to um, just start, and I know we're going to go all over, but um, I just want to make sure I ask everything no, that comes up I'm when good. I hear it. I'm good. So um, when you, after that consult then, and you make this plan for them, how often are you typically seeing someone a week and obviously each goal is different but like Mm -hmm. is there a like you recommend going like two days a week three days a week or something like that and then do you give them 
a plan or something to do outside of being with you. Yeah. So I recommend activity as much mm. as possible. Um, depending on your goals for like if it's strength training or cardio or um, endurance training or whatever you whatever your goals are um, would depend on your day. But most of my clients, I like to see a minimum of to see them a minimum of two days a week. Um, I do have some people that come one day a week, but most, I mean, most, well, I don't say most actually, everyone that I see one day a week is either on, um, so I'm using an app called Train Heroic. So oh, yeah. I use that for my online clients and then for some local clients to give them homework. Mm. So it's kind of like I can big brother them. I can see, hey, you didn't do your workout yesterday. Um, are you planning on doing it today and you're just going to switch those days or what's right. happening? Where are you? Um, so it kind of gives me more um, gives them accountability and then it gives me more communication and contact with my clients so that I'm not just handing out workouts and hoping things happen because we know that that's not, that's not how it works. Um, but I do have some people that don't want to be on the app. They, they don't want to take their phones with them, which I totally understand and respect. And I would love to toss mine across the French broad once in a while. So I'm good. I get it. Um, but, uh, for those people, I give them a program. I give them homework. I send them a PDF them to print off and take with them or okay. do at home or it depends on their you know some I've got some people with kids and they're like hey I can't make it to a gym more than once a week I'm like right. hey let's come to see me once a week as a check-in and then you've got these other two days of stuff I can give you at your house mm. and or stuff you can hey this is your time to to, to get away and you need to go to the, a gym close to your house I don't mm-hmm. care which one it needs to be convenient mm-hmm. and because um, people always ask me like hey which gym should I go to the one that you'll go to, yes. that's the one you should go to. That's also the shake you should drink, the one you'll drink. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point? So um, uh, so I give, I give homework for sure. I give, uh, if even for people I see three times a week, um, I give them homework for uh, quad squeezes, stretches, band raises, or, you know, whatever their injury is. Because we all know if you've been to physical therapy, if you stop going, you stop doing your exercises, mm-hmm. it stops working. So I, I give people homework and exercises as much as I can, as much as they're willing to do. Yeah. And some people won't, and that's fine. And um, then I recommend they come to see me more because they need the accountability. Right. Which I mean, and then that's all also goes into budget. What's going to fit the budget? Right. So I try my best to make it as flexible and 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 friendly to them because it needs to fit them if they're not going to do it it's just the same thing with the shakes in the gym it doesn't matter right so it needs to fit their lifestyle um whatever that may be awesome i love that and that's what it's all about i mean that's right and why i opened it up to like living this lifestyle because it's only gonna work unless it works with your lifestyle yeah and everyone tries to fit this mold of what we see um, and I think social mm-hmm. media has ruined us a little bit with that. Everyone sees, hey, well, that girl worked out at 5 a.m. and then she did this and then she did that. Well, that fits her. Sure. I'm not. I'm not the person that's going to work out. I only right now I'm lifting weights three times a week. Um, I'm going. I'm doing something active on Tuesdays and like yes, I went for a hike. Like yeah. it's not. It doesn't always have to be backbreaking work. Um, some days it's mowing my yard. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not. It doesn't have to be crazy. I'm, but I am moving. Um, my job is also active, so that gives me a little bit more um daily expenditure than some people which i'm fully aware of and i try to take that into consideration when talking to clients um but you know it doesn't it needs to fit you and like my days a week are weird because those are the days that i've got i don't want to say free time but i've got time at the at, at 
the gym. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm training at the gym. But right. that, I've got a space of time on Monday afternoons, Thursday afternoons, and Friday mornings. And that's the times I train with weights. Right. All the other times, I'm doing something else. Right. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> and I love that. Thank you for sharing that insight. Because I think that's important to let people know. And, and I'll tr- try and share that more, too. Like, when I can't get out for a workout, I go for a walk yeah. with Waylon or something. And yeah. it's like, what works for your life right now right. Um, and every little bit counts yes and that's why I think people are like oh I didn't get to go to the gym so I'm just going to sit here I'm like oh you didn't get to go to the gym for an hour but you could do 10 minutes of yeah. or you could you could literally just do 20 push ups and that's better than nothing right um, and, and, it, and also I feel like people put this this pressure on working out is it this like this end all be all thing mm. and I, I don't think it has to be in um I mean, some people need it more than others, of course. Mm-hmm. And some people, that if they don't get their workout, they're crazy. Like, right. there's some people that have to get their workout in for mental health. And I, I totally understand that. I'm not one of those people. Um, my mental health is sitting on my back porch with a beer. Like, that's yeah. that's where that's where I'm the happiest. When people ask me that, they, it always freaks them out when I say that. I'm like, I don't enjoy working out. I do work out because mm. it's good for me. Mm-hmm. And it does keep me a little bit more sane, but and, and it keeps me fit to do my job. I mean, like, I need to be able to lift things up and, mm-hmm. and, you know, do certain things for my profession. So it keeps me fairly fit, but I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy it. Yeah. I didn't get in this business because I love to work out. Right. I got into it because I like the exercise science behind it. I like the biomechanics and how the body works, and um, I'm learning more. It's I like working with people, and I don't really... Um, I didn't, would never have thought I'd say that, especially out loud, but, um, but I enjoy the connections that I make yeah. and I, I didn't see that coming when I started mm. this business. I would just, I knew I was good at it and I know mm. that sounds pretty messed up, but I just, I, it's something that I've always been good at. And yeah. so I was like, well, I, this, you know, um, that's what I'll do. That <laughs> so, is, well, listen, we have to have some people like you because I know I've, got my master's in exercise science and that and that never clicked for me yeah. the science part of things in the really? biomechanics yeah, see, that, that part makes the most sense to me that the working out part is actually the hardest part for me yeah like I don't do it because I enjoy working out at all 100% oh my gosh yeah. I love like which is very strange most, I know, most right? pers- personal trainers are like I quit a job so I could do this because I love to work out and I was like oh no I, this is just what i enjoy I've learned to enjoy more as I've mm. grown into it yeah yeah oh such an amazing perspective it's, to share it's like interesting yes well and like people need to hear that mm-hmm. and see that because it's like again not one size fits all yeah and know that like that's a part of why like sharing these stories is to yeah. like get it out there yeah but there's no like perfect way there's to no be. right answer and what you may yeah. think like as a personal trainer right. or like as somebody who looks fit does not always mean like they're not working out five days a week, no. sixty minutes, and all like all these things that yes. we perceive because of the culture. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I feel like that's a, again. <clears throat> I feel like people put this this crazy stigmatism with working out. It's like it's this. I don't. I don't even know. But I, I feel like it's something that people have this ridiculous mindset behind mm-hmm. that. And some people it works really well for, but for the majority, for the general population. It needs to be something that you enjoy to do. Yeah. And it just needs to be something. It doesn't have to be crazy or CrossFit-y or, 
uh, Endura marathon. Like it doesn't have to be all. You don't have to run mountains like some people like to. But if they like to do it, awesome. Right. But that may not be you. That's not now, me. Do you feel like there is? Uh, is there like a minimum of movement that you would recommend? Obviously, do what you can. Right, like right. if all you can, because your new mother yeah. is walk ten minutes, girl, go do it. Yeah. But is there like a minimum amount for health benefits or even strength benefits that? Oh, we got a train coming. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna pause for just a second. <laughs> train has gone by and we are back um diving back into some minimum health or like when you can see the benefits for health or strength like when minimum amount of movement so the and i hate to even quote it because i could be wrong science probably changed over the i've been out of school longer than i look but um so what i remember studying for Mm -hmm. my master's program which again could be wrong but um 20 minutes a day Mm-hmm. And leisure time activity is a healthy, you can see health benefits with that. Um, increased, I mean, and I don't remember if there was a, a standard for strength, and I'm sure there mm-hmm. is, but um, I would, you would need to increase that more than 20 minutes a day right. um, to see strength benefits. And that's over the course of a week. So say if you're uh, someone that works out for an hour at a time, that's three days worth of your right. 20 minutes. So, and, that, and those are minimums. Um, so I mean, you can do twenty minutes a day. I mean, that can that can include a stretch, a dynamic warm up. You know, it doesn't always. You know, foam rolling. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be hitting twenty five snatches for twenty minutes. Right. You know? And not the and so that's where people get confused with it is it just it can be twenty minutes of a walk, twenty right. minutes of you know. And so say you go for a, a long hike, and so that's how weekend warriors can get away with still being healthy is that they cram that week mm-hmm. into the weekend. The issue with that is you're doing a lot more. So people tend to see injuries from weekend warriors because of that. But, um, that's just kind of, I think most of them are aware of that and they, <laughs> they know that. Right. <laughs> awesome. Okay, great. Totally doable. 20 minutes of movement. Yeah. Um, okay. So you do, like people coming in there so just share like all of the services that you offer because i know it's more than just like to sneeze but oh yeah, yeah. <coughs> Bless yeah you. gotta love Asheville in the spring oh yeah yeah <laughs> um so other services so i have online coaching mm-hmm. i um have a couple i used to have more of an online following and clients um, most of my online people are older not older clients in the sense of age but they've trained with me before mm-hmm. um, I've got a couple of people that have been with me for three years and they get monthly programs from me and what they do is they we maybe started out with the Skype call or something like that for the first several months some people still want that but after usually after a while training they get my lingo they understand they've already been through my teaching cues Mm -hmm. and so i can just like here's your workout have you know check back in and what's kind of cool about the app um i got in on i got on it about two months ago is now that i can see hey you're not doing your workouts or hey great job you did them all this week so that kind of gives me more access to them like i've mentioned before so right um so online clients uh, I do do small so I do groups so mm-hmm. I've got some mountain bikers that I train um, groups of three to five 
Um, and I train them once a week, and they're seeing results from that. Um, one is a amateur rider around. He's actually riding in the enduro series right or downhill series right now. Wow. Um, He's awesome. Uh, 15-year-old, just killer. He's doing great. No fear at all. It's insane. But um, so he's on the app. So he does two. So one day a week with me and his his dad and his buddies, they come in to train. And then um, he's on the app individually. He does three other workouts throughout the week. To, to, and he's already seeing strength gains. And he's actually, it's kind of fun because he's 15, so he's growing anyway. Right. He's like, look at these muscles. You know, he's getting more muscular too with it. So kind awesome. of fun little confidence boost. At yeah, absolutely. Um, other, yeah, one-on-ones, small groups, um, trying out that seminar and seeing yeah. what happens with that and the online clients. And what so. about nutritionally? So I don't, I'm not a nutritionist. I do not have uh, any certifications with nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's minimally covered for my CSC, strength conditioning coaching. That we, It's like a chapter worth of right. it. Um, but I do not offer that in the sense of I cannot give you meal plans. Mm-hmm. I will not do any of those things because uh, that's out of my scope. I yeah. will gladly refer it out. I know several people um, in town that I can refer to for nutrition. Um, I do offer a health coaching concept with it, mm. so I can you know have them log their food for a couple days and a couple, three days is my minimum. So three days at least, uh, you can log your food and then I can look at it and see kind of an idea mm-hmm. sort you know and, and help them guide them through the process versus them trying to do it on their own. Right. Um, I can hold them accountable by looking at their diary on uh, my fitness pal. It's a oh yeah, you know, it's simple service. Um, and I will help them to a degree with that. I don't even mess with allergies or special needs or, you know, I don't even mess with that. It's not, it's just out of my scope and sure. I, I don't like to work that way. I'm, I'm not going to try to get someone to buy into something that I can't sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'll gladly help and assist if they are willing, if they want to do that on their own, but I typically, especially if they're starting out or they want a lot of information, Yeah, I'll send them to, or refer them to somewhere else and then they can take that in their own hands. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, so, uh, wondering what makes your clients most successful in reaching their goals? Obviously, if they show up to your sessions, then like... The consistency yeah. is 100% the only way to get it done. And that... Uh, it, consistency in food, consistency in uh, your programs, and that doesn't, and it doesn't, again, it doesn't always have to mean that we're going to go bonkers every time you come in there, and it's right. going to be a while, we may have half the session we're working on mobility, or, you know, depends on the needs, mm-hmm. but, um, are we good? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's, um, that's there, baby. <laughs> we're on the porch, you guys, if you haven't uh, gotten it this far, um, it's just such a beautiful day, like, why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's um, Iris next door. You'll hear in um, my in-laws' dog. Oh, okay. I just thought it was. I thought it was a baby. I was concerned. I was like, do we need to go take <laughs> yeah. care of the children? Okay. Um, but so consistency is obviously the best way. But other than that, is for them to to find something that they enjoy with it. Mm-hmm. Because if we're trying to fit them into a peg, and they're a triangle, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So or a peg hole, whatever, you get the concept, okay? So it needs to be something that they enjoy to do. If it's 
hey, I want to work out. I want to, I'll, I'll, man, I'll come to you twice a week. I hate it, but I'll come to you twice a week. And then I'm going to hike or do something on the other days. I'm going to do, my goal is to get to being able to paddleboard or, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I want them, I want them to go do that. I want them to, to figure out what works for them, but maybe they do need the, the maybe they need to lose a little weight before they feel comfortable out there or whatever mm-hmm. their goals are. But, um, they need to find what works for them. And if it's training with me, awesome, great, right. love it. If it's not, I'll refer people to other gyms. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. If they do better in a group setting or they like classes or they need more accountability than, than I can give them, then mm-hmm. I'll, I'm not afraid to do that. I've actually referred out a couple clients. Um, I've turned clients away that I wasn't that weren't a good fit for me mm-hmm. if I don't get along with someone or which isn't very common but it has happened um I'll hand them off to another trainer yeah and not in like a handoff in a weird way but I mean like I'll I know what's gonna work right and, and if if the person doesn't like me or I honestly don't like them then that's probably not a good relationship yeah and I'm not just gonna take their money for that because they're not going to give me a good review. There's more things that are going to, there's more negative that's going to come from that. Right. Versus me meeting that paycheck. Like, yep. that's not. So for me, it needs to, you need to find something you like, you need to find someone you like, wherever yeah. that may be. And what about then oh, to, oh yeah. Food. So a lot of times people think that they're, you know, I get a lot of questions about nutrition and supplements and pre post workouts and where I need to go with all that because it is overwhelming. We get all these views. Um, what works best for me may not work best for someone mm-hmm. else, but for my schedule, meal prepping, I have to do it. I, or, mm. Otherwise, I don't eat or, or I'll stop at Chick-fil-A, which, you know, or whatever on the way between to the clients or, you know, so meal prepping keeps me accountable. Um, I, I've gotten it down so that I can do it fairly easily mm-hmm. um, and also it doesn't always have to be the healthiest meal prep it can be leftovers yeah people are like oh but it's not a kale salad like cool great eat your macaroni and cheese and pork tenderloin and uh mine's uh, there is kale in there today but i mean like yeah it doesn't always have to be the, i mean don't put pizza in the box but like right it can be your normal foods mm-hmm. and sometimes that's the change that people need so if you have i've had clients come to me and they're eating out twice a day Mm-hmm. So they're having they're having a crazy fancy coffee, which mm-hmm. is delicious, but a lot of calories. And then they're eating lunch out, and then they're maybe snacking for dinner. So they're getting a lot of calories all at once, and they're getting a lot of empty nutrition. Mm-hmm. Versus, hey, let's take that down to you meal prepping, which is hard for a lot of people, but you have a more consistent diet, and now your body can use that. It can use it and void it appropriately, mm-hmm. which people will instantly see results just from that alone and on the meal prep thing because I do feel like that is such a like like point like mm-hmm. sticky point for people yeah. um I don't know if because you've been probably doing it long enough but like even the clients that you take on like when does it start to feel like like a natural like a healthy habit like what do you how long does that transition take and are there any tips and tools to help people with meal prep i feel like i'm not like i'm not a mother 
And so I feel like when I get, so a lot of my clients, that's their problem with meal prepping is that it's not just for them. Ah. They've got to meal prep for the whole family mm. or, you know, they st- they may eat their meal prep, but then they still got to cook dinner for the, fa- mm. you know, like, I mean, that's not how it has to go, but that's how it is right. for a lot of my clients. So, um, what I try to emphasize and I, I one, I understand that. Or I can see it and I can yeah. I can totally hear you on that. But what I do with my meal preps is I just make a big dinner mm-hmm. one day. Or like Sunday, I'll make a big lunch for myself. And then I will break that up and make that my meal prep for a couple of days. Or, you know, and I don't, mm-hmm. I try, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm going to grill all this stuff at once. And then I'm just going to put it in containers. And mm-hmm. that's my quote unquote meal prep. And Sometimes at first it would take me like two hours to, sure. to put all of it together, but now it takes me maybe an hour. And a lot of times, like I literally just take my leftovers from dinner, and mm-hmm. I don't overthink it because that's when we're like, all right, I got to block out such and such time for this, and mm. then, well, then well if I miss it, then I'm messed up for the rest of the week. It's all for nothing. Like forget about it. Let's just eat poorly. It's all down the drain. When hey, let's take. I mean, sometimes I like to play chopped chopped kitchen in my kitchen mm-hmm. i'm like all right what's in here what's oh, happening let's yeah. do this so i've um i'll keep some like uh tempeh uh some some broccoli some little s- small staples around uh-huh. the house that way if, if worse comes to worse let's steam some broccoli let's char some tempeh and just okay there's something to eat some box macaroni perfect done Milk love it. it and it's not no it's not the healthiest option but it was better than me going to a restaurant Right. Or better than me going to a fast food to get something quick and easy. Mm-hmm. So um, that, it has to be something, again, same as work. It has to be something livable and maintainable. Yeah. At first, when you're in, like, mm. weight loss goals, yeah, keeping a diary, keeping count of things, mm-hmm. if that if you're that person, that overwhelms me. Like, I was wearing an Apple Watch for, like, maybe a week, and it stressed me out. I was like, I can't have this thing vibrate every right. time I, like, hit a goal. I didn't even know I was making goals. Like, I wasn't... Um, it just overwhelmed me to try to get to those certain yeah. points. And so I don't do well with numbers on that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. So that's fine. I still met my... I mean, I'm probably still getting them. I move around enough. Um, but some people really need to see that. They yeah. need that. And that's fine. And if you need to do that, write down everything you eat. Write down your, your goals for the week. Meet goals for the week versus long-term no you're not going to lose 20 pounds in a week Mm -hmm. so let's put a pound and a half on there you know if you're the kind of person that has to measure everything Mm -hmm. but um taking large i don't want to say unrealistic but large goals that are going to take a long period of time and putting that into a realistic weekly schedule Mm. because instant gratification world we think like all right i worked out for three days where's my six-pack like (laughs) Right. That's really great. I love your enthusiasm, but that's not how this works. Let's go on that, actually, because (laughs) I was actually just thinking of this question, and you have so much experience, (laughs) and I've seen so many clients and different things. So, and and that's the expectation. It's like, I haven't seen any weight loss. It's been a week or two. What's going on? Right. So, what, like, real life picture here, like, when... What is realistic for people to expect for some weight loss? Like, is it really, like, is one to two pounds a week realistic? Is that maybe a little far-fetched even? Like, what do you see? It depends, and this is an awful answer, it depends on the client. So if I've got a heavier client or Mm -hmm. someone that needs to lose... It has a larger weight loss goal. Mm -hmm. How about that? That sounds a little better. Like 50 Um, plus pounds or something? Yeah, so if if someone is 
heavier to start with, mm-hmm. that weight will come off quicker. Mm-hmm. And then we'll hit a plateau where they're where they're like, oh, now I'm, so they may lose ten pounds in the first week mm-hmm. or two weeks. Not in the first week, that'd be aggressive. But first two weeks, sure. um, simply because hey, we changed a couple things. We started sweating a little. Our body is learning how to burn fat. Like, and it's it's things are really churning. Mm-hmm. And so at first you may see a drastic change, and then all of a sudden, all right we've slowed down we hit kind of like a maintenance level where your body is like this is good we're mm-hmm. fine our body's very stingy in that sense so if it it doesn't it wants to hold on to fat so that's why i see a lot of people when they tend to get to the point where they're like all right i'm not i'm not eating enough mm-hmm. and i'm not losing weight what's happening that's you know calories in calories out that's how mm-hmm. it's supposed to work i'm like well you're not fueling enough for your body to feel comfortable enough to burn fat. Mm-hmm. So now we're at the point where your body's burning muscles, your body's holding on to fat because it's afraid it's not going to get fed. Mm. It needs fat to feed the brain, period. That's, that's how it's going to work. Yeah. So um, what people, so weight loss goals, it depends on where you start and where you are in that. If you're at that plateau point, then all right, we need to change something. Something's got to change to elicit a result. Otherwise, you'll stay the same. So if you say you've been doing the same class for three years, you lost a lot of weight at first, mm-hmm. and now you're like, you're, you're solid, you're stronger in class, you're doing great in class. Now it's time to, to either talk to the instructor and say, hey, I'm going to lift heavier weights on certain days. I'm going to lift lighter weights on certain mm-hmm. days. I'm going to change this up as much as I can so that I can see results. Or you can change your workout totally, but it depends on what you, how you feel. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the, the point is there has to be a change. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your body stays where it is. It's very happy there, and it's fueling the system, and everything's fine. So that's when something needs to, to switch a little bit. And when that switch happens, it, everyone's different on how much, mm. how quickly they burn. Right. You know, because it depends on what you're doing the other 23 hours. Right. Um, and that will make a huge difference. Um, I see some people that work their butts off in the gym and then they'll go eat their face off across the street and it's, I mean, we can't outwork that. Right. We can't change that. So. And so what about the folks that are like maybe looking to lose those 10 to 15 pounds? Like that's more looking like you might see a pound of weight loss a week or something. Yeah. 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 And, um, and again, that's really, you're going to have to dial in the diet. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to, or new, nutrition fueling i try i'm yeah. trying to be better about not calling it a diet because it needs to be a long-term thing it doesn't need to be uh, just one thing you do right. for a six-week period unless i mean there are certain diets that i i do think work sure. for short short-term gains mm-hmm. and then you take that and make it maintainable mm-hmm. um but so you dial that in for a little bit you can change a couple things here and there so maybe you need to do hypertrophy which is higher higher reps Mm-hmm. for certain days and then you know you need to increase your strength so because the more muscle mass i gain technically the more fat i'm going to burn so it's just figuring out where what needs to be your next level mm. and yeah. some people it's backing off some people it's sleep some yeah. people it's taking taking a day out taking a com- complete day off because you're going too hard too fast mm-hmm. and um i actually had a client in boca Loved her to death. She was awesome. Her and her husband had me over for, like, they were like my parents in both. Oh, I, I love, love it. And they trained with me as a couple, and then she came to me a couple other days of the week. But she was also doing five days of a spin class on top of it. Mm. And so, which is, for some people, that's fine. But for her, she'd been doing that for, I mean, I don't even know how, like 15 years, like forever wow. in the grand scheme, you know, like a long, long time. And she wasn't seeing results anymore. And I was like, 
don't go to spend two days a week. She, I thought she was going to lose her mind. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so instead of coming to spend, she would come to me one of those days and we would stretch and we would talk yeah. and we would, she would just hang out. Uh-huh. Um, and she had financially that worked for her and that would not work for everybody. Right. But it was something that she was willing and able to do. And she lost weight because of that. She lost weight by not going to, and it wouldn't spin. It wouldn't, didn't matter if it was spin. It was that she right. was going too hard, too fast. But stretching, and I mean, she could have gone to a yoga class instead of coming. But sure. I, but whatever. I sold her on coming to me, you know. And um, <laughs> business minds. Yeah. Right? And it worked out, and she lost. Um, she lost an extra five pounds that she had been dying to lose for years. Oh my goodness. And it was just that she was so stressed out. Her, you know, her daughters were graduating college, and she just had like uh, one so of those pretty much you know, like, cortisol. Lot, it sounds like yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And and she was a. Very, uh, I mean, upper end businesswoman, so stress levels were high, and she was overworking herself. Yeah. And she was never going to lose that fat. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, and not I got her, but someone got her to, to tone it down a little bit, yeah. and she saw what she, she got the results she wanted. I love opening up that perspective, like giving both those examples and all the little yeah. things in between that show that, especially because weight loss is just like really like the big one. Yeah. And, to show that people like there's a lot of things involved in this mm-hmm. it's not just about calories in calories out and about nutrition and exercise it's, yeah it's so many aspects there's so, of your life. so much more mental health I think um I mean I've it exercise has pulled me out of mental health issues I actually was on medication for years and um, antidepressants for mm-hmm. years, and I um, decided when I was, I'm going to wean off of this. And mm-hmm. so I started working out more, changed my routine, not working out. I wasn't working out a lot in that time. I was super depressed. I was all the bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still looked fit because I have great genetics, which is helpful. Right. But um, but I was just not on a healthy path at all. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, something's got to change. I'm not happy. I'm not healthy. I was... Uh, very very depressed and I started weaning off my medication started working out more mm. I've been off of medication for almost three years now that's awesome and, and there was a point when they I mean I thought they the doctors thought my parents thought I was going to need it forever right and I was like absolutely I don't want to do it the only pill I'll take every day is my allergy medicines because I'm allergic to grass so I just like <laughs> kind of need that one kind of have to yeah. have that one. yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah so I mean I think people I think it's uh, like mental health, the the uh, the realization of overtraining, the mm-hmm. realization of too much stress. Mm-hmm. There's so many factors involved with exercise that um, I, I don't think you can put it in a social media post and yeah. follow one person on you know online right. to get that. So I feel like that kind of touched on my next question, which is like, <laughs> what's an underdog healthy habit that yeah. most people could improve on, but isn't really that obvious sleep is okay. um for sure try to get six hours and some people are like oh my gosh well i have to get this and that and i can't get six hours um try the more you try the the more likely you are to get close to it uh and and to find something that you enjoy whether it's reading um or i'm not a big reader so mm-hmm. like that's not something that's but i'll i'll ta- i'll try i'm trying to be better about once a day or once once a day that'd be really cool but once a week mm-hmm. um having coffee on my back porch without my phone mm. you know just trying to have a minute and mm-hmm. it maybe not it, maybe it's 15 minutes it's not a long period of time where i just like let myself be mm. and um i don't think that we do that enough and 
I've maybe I'm spoiled or whatever, but I've I've started to realize that I want to give myself more time to to do things I enjoy yeah. and not work myself crazy. I mean, you know, I'm motivated by business and all those sure. things, but I am very adamant about certain days I'm taking off. Yeah, I'm not going to do. And maybe I, and I've also on the way here. I was like, I should. It never stops, right? I was like, maybe I should start posting about the fact that I'm taking Sundays off. Yeah. I am not going to work. I'm putting my phone away. Like, I don't really respond to clients very well. I know that. I just don't tell anybody that. Maybe I should start telling people so they don't expect it or give them permission to do it. Yeah. You know, if someone needs permission from me, and they shouldn't, but some people do. Absolutely, Um, yeah. And I feel like that people think that they've got to be so involved so on mm. all the time that turning off is actually what we need most and yeah. that's the that think my body has done so much better mm-hmm. I've actually been able to work out less with eating um, local organic food mm-hmm. uh, my partner's got a food truck oh, and cool. uh, she kind of taught me some tricks about food that I didn't know I thought I was mm. eating healthy and I'm, I mean I probably was eating healthy in comparison but now I'm eating like local and I can eat delicious foods I can have more fat in my diet mm. and I've got my I got my abs back like that's neat yeah I can eat more and and look better like yeah. that's fun so and I don't, she's also kind of adamant about me not being on my phone after a certain time of night yeah. which at first I was like oh, this is irritating like you're you know whatever right but it's also given me like the permission I needed to to enjoy slow down and to breathe. slow down and, yeah. and enjoy things and so um, underdog is to take care of yourself yeah. at the end of the day you can't serve others if you're not healthy and I and I, I love that that is the habit and just like overall what you brought up because I I just went out for wine with a girlfriend last night which yeah. we all know it's mom land over here right now like that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. happens like once every three months yeah uh, Especially the seven month old. Oh, I can only imagine. But I'm. I was like, no, you know what? I'm gonna go do this. Yeah. It was after they went to bed, so I had to wait until nine o'clock, which normally I would be tired and ready to relax and go to bed. But doing that self care of like Mm -hmm. some social girlfriend time. Yeah. Like fed my soul. Right. And was like, you know, phone was away, just like hanging out. And, yeah, even though I stayed up later than normal, I ended up staying up till midnight. You probably feel great today. But I, yeah, yeah, I still was fine. Right. So, and I feel like when those little things, when you do that self-care, you mm-hmm. take that walk instead of working through lunch or whatever yeah. you do, that you find you're actually more energized. Right. And, and more happy and... Uh, just everything else kind of falls into it. Yeah, it frees a up a little bit of that stress. Like I can feel mm, my shoulders mm-hmm. relax when it gets time for me to put my phone up. Again. Yeah. Like that is huge. Um, another cue I've, um, and I've had, a, I have a couple clients now that think it's like, they're like, want to curse at me when I say it, but relax your face mm. when you're training. You know, a lot of us, oh, we get, yeah. we get focused on, you know, oh, this sucks. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm squeezing. So that's my jaw starts to get tight. My neck starts to get tight. Mm. My traps start to engage more. But if I can relax my, and that actually, I, stole that from Wong, from JC yeah. Santana, my, the mentor from uh, uh, Boca, and he used to say, and I used to think it was so annoying, I was like, God, you, I wish you would stop saying that to that right. guy, like, this is a, because he trains fighters, so he was training this ah. huge, aggressive fighter, and this, he had this fight face on, and he just kept telling him over and over to relax his face, and I was like, why is he doing that, and then, as I've gotten older, and I start to, I'm like, well, now I tell my clients that, because it's yeah. true, like, we hold all of our stress, and we get so tight mm. and tense, um, relax your face. I love Once that. Once in a while, just... 
And then you'll realize the more you think about that, your posture, yeah. you're, you'll, you'll feel some freedom in your jaw. Like, it's just, it's strange. It's so simple. It's, yeah. Like, I can just picture myself, like, hearing your words as I'm, like, you know, done brushing my yeah. teeth. They're, like, right. <sighs> yeah. Just relax. I love it. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. <laughs> this is, like, ew. I'm I'm feeling relaxed just being here right now. Relax your face. <laughs> um... Okay, so what about, what are some uh, common questions, um, whether that's like myths, things that you like would maybe want to bust or that come up with your clients that like are just you seeing all the time? Um, One that I still think is funny, and I get it across the board. I used to just get it, well, it's because I worked with athletes mostly, but Mm -hmm. um, with female athletes, but I don't want to get buff. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be jacked. And my first thought is always like, am I buff and jacked? Like, does that, and to some people oh, I am, yeah. to, to some people I am, so I, I can grasp that, but um, you're, it takes a lot to be jacked, quote unquote, or, yeah. or buff, or a bodybuilder, like, that is a whole sport, Yeah. Um, the nutrition that is required, the, the mental toughness that is required to be a bodybuilder is insane, mm-hmm. um, and unless you are genetically inclined to, like, be buff, it is, it takes a lot of work, mm-hmm. so whenever I have, I mean, so, like, I'll do some stuff like biceps and triceps and, you know, some stuff. Because people, a lot of times, they want what I call mirror muscles. Like, I want my shoulders to look better. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that takes doing simple, basic mirror muscle ex- bodybuilding exercises. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you're going to get buff. Right. And I think that's, that is strangely a fear for a lot of people yeah. is that they, they want to still have their soft feminine figure um, to a degree, I guess. Some people don't, but whatever. Um, they want to have that look, but they still want, they want to have, uh, you know, the deltoids, so the shoulder caps or, mm. you know, the deltoids, they want to have triceps that I have some, you know, some people come up to me and they like the, the arm jiggle, the underarm mm-hmm. jiggle. I'm like, well, everyone's got their thing. But, um, the fact that we associate biceps, triceps, mm. certain raises with beefy bodybuilders yeah. still, still baffle. I'm like, you're tr- Girl, if you get jacked, I'm like we're gonna start. We're gonna bodybuild. <laughs> we're gonna be, go be, famous. Yeah. We're gonna if you if you have or not not even dialing your diet and you get jacked, I'm in. Let's do this. Right. Let's take over because that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but that's the biggest. That's the thing I hear the most. Okay. Like, that's not gonna happen. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Busted right here. Yeah. And honestly, and I feel like Lucy or somebody even from an earlier podcast. Maybe it's yeah. come up before because that is such a thing. Yeah, and 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 so Lucy's super fit, but she was a bodybuilder, and she's still. But she's still tiny. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. that's her body frame, right? So there's that. But too. she's I super like... muscular, um, and I, I feel like maybe and maybe maybe I'm more super muscular than I realize. But people still say that, you know, say, that's a comment I heard it last week. I don't want to get buff, and I'm like, girl, you know, <laughs> right, right. Or, or well, I hope and, you do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And so it's kind of like that overall generalization. I feel like sometimes like people might see like the fittest CrossFit athlete or something and think like, oh my God. Yeah. But man, that girl, she's working out to Mm -hmm. get there. And and it's probably like an an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. And I I also, when people send me like a, like a, a goal photo or something of like a CrossFitter, I'm like, that's really great. And I understand that. But that is gonna t- you're gonna have to quit your job. Right. You're gonna have to get you a nutritionist. Like right. I'm I'm in. I would 100. Let's right. do it. But you realize the the 
the work the it's going to take and the, the work that's going to take is I mean that's her full-time job yeah you know and I, I respect and understand that but that's not where most of us right and can, can realistically be yeah which I don't want to put anyone's goals down by any means shoot for the stars girl sure but let's I want to put the, I want to put this out there so you can yeah. see it and hear it and understand that that is what that's where she is that's what she does to yeah. do that and there are some crossfitters that don't have to do that and again we're all different genetics yeah it's, I mean and it's a real thing totally um, and so I just got to figure out what's what your body will look best with and where where you can and what you have time what's, for to do, yeah, what's, what's realistic for you. in your life, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if if you don't maintain it, it's. I mean, other than like, say you've got a bodybuilding show, mm-hmm. you're gonna train for that show, you know, and yeah. then you're not gonna maintain that. That's a, that's a really difficult right. diet, but you're gonna maintain pieces of that, yeah. ideally, hopefully, uh, so that you can maintain that your version of your living the sweat life, right. your fit lifestyle. Love it. Yeah. That is just like totally sorry. I have to like come in. It's just reminding me too when I hear coaching people and their goals are like something from they want to have this size or this weight that they did like 10 years ago. Right. Gosh, I mean, your metabolism was different. Your life was different. So many things were different. So don't try to go back there. Be the best. Right. That let's you can let's be. see where we can take you now. Yeah. And then also, I feel, um, I feel always inclined to tell people that. And you see a photo of someone on social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, all those photos are taken at once, and mm-hmm. he or she has planned. They've uh-huh. eaten. They've programmed. They've built up to this photo shoot. This mm. is their. This is their event. That yeah. is what they've planned for. And then they've taken. They've, there's like 17 outfit changes, mm-hmm. and they're using that for their, their. I mean, there's some people that don't. There's some people that post every day, and um, I totally get get that. But a lot of the the pictures we see mm-hmm. on social media, that's that they work for to, for that shoot, right? And then they use those photos, and right. so that's not an everyday for them. And it maybe it is for some, but for most, mm-hmm. it's not. Right. You know. Right. Ooh, okay. So we can train for a wedding. We can train for the beach. We can train for those things. But right. Then we come back to real life and what's maintainable. Yep. Yeah. Having a baseline. Right. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. How about, um, and you may or may not, but um, do you have a workout that you would want to share with everyone or something? What I don't know if you have one on your website or if there's just a quick workout or even an exercise that like you could shout out to say like this is like a good one to do or be a go-to yeah um I stole a lot of JC stuff when I was down there so one of my one I re I re I renamed it and I, I changed it a little bit um because just because but um it was a leg burner that mm. I that I do for I give it as homework to all my clients I've actually I handed it out to that conference I spoke oh, at yeah. like so yes, I have one. It's not on my website. Every now and then I'll post it on my Instagram. Um, but it's so body weight only. So squats, lunges, split jumps, which are basically you're starting in a lunge position and you're jumping out of it. So if your front, your right foot's forward mm-hmm. in the lunge, you're jumping out of that lunge and your left foot will be forward. Okay. Okay. So split squat jumps, um, and then a squat jump, and then push-ups, Ooh. and then a. I used to throw in a plank hold or something at yeah. the end. But so 12 bodyweight squats, mm-hmm. 12 total lunges, 12 total split squat jumps, and then six squat jumps, mm-hmm. 
um, 12 push-ups, and then a 30 to 45-minute plank, depending on what your plank levels are. And um, the first part, it burns. Yeah. Um, and then your, your push-ups, obviously some people go um, modified, shedding some, you know, whatever. But that's a basic workout. I don't want to say total body because you're not getting a row in there, but you're getting a, a pretty solid mm-hmm. total body workout. Um, definitely burns. You can do that two or three times. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it a couple times a week, and it takes – I usually tell people by the time you do some sort of stretching or mm-hmm. some sort of a warm-up, I usually have my clients, most of them I give them bands, so they have their banded mm-hmm. warm-up that I have them do, um, and then they do do that, and that's a 15, 20 minutes, and yeah. then on, on we go. Love it. So um, I used to have, um, I used to give it to runners, so before your run, do this, Ooh. or halfway through your run, do this, and then do maybe do it. Eventually, you get to where you're doing it at the beginning, somewhere in the middle, the turnaround spot, and then at the end. And then when you go to a race and you don't have that extra nonsense, your legs feel like oh so my light. goodness, I love yeah. that. So um, that's a great way to like I don't want to say overtrain, but to push past that 100. Yeah. percent And then once you take that extra mm-hmm. away, your legs are like, oh well, this is easy without that 40 48 freaking right. squats beforehand so um yeah so that's the one I give to I love everybody. that yeah. that is so great um that's just like when I do my stroller runs then when right. I don't I'm like Woo. yeah Ooh. yeah that's so much lighter <laughs> you got that baby on the front yeah <laughs> oh. <I bet. laughs> okay how about um so you shared kind of personally where you fit your exercise in you know like you work yeah. it in with your day and it works because you're out of gym mm-hmm. what about like this days that you really don't feel like working out like you're tired you're you know whatever like you just don't feel like working out what? um to be 100 percent human some days i just don't yeah and uh and then i'm like all right i've got to do it tomorrow mm-hmm. you know? but and then so then i've got to go out of my way to mm. go to the gym or i've got to stay after a client like there's not that break that's right just in there right um, so that's kind of I don't want to say punishment because there shouldn't be punishment with it but it's like all right if I do it today I don't have to come back tomorrow ah. sort of thing but if I don't like maybe I'm sick or something then I, I just won't yeah um and I'll put it somewhere else which that doesn't work for everybody because sometimes we just keep putting it off mm-hmm. um or I'll like all right no put on your shoes Mm. Put on your shoes because I have a lifting shoes mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't say run. I do have running shoes, but I don't run very much. But I've got different shoes I wear to work out in most of the time. Yeah. And so, no, put on your shoes, Georgia. Go do it. A little self-talk. Because once my shoes are on, I mean, I'm already halfway there. Right. Like, um, so, I, that, and I know that sounds so small, but that makes a big difference for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, put my shoes on. Some people, it's music. I listen to music all day. And I that's not that's not my kicker yeah it doesn't do it for me but um putting the shoes on changing shirts just kind of all right let's go in there and do something okay it may not be the workout you have planned which says not ideal Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna pick up a kettlebell and i'm gonna do something for a little bit of time yeah because this i'm here this is what i'm gonna do and so say i missed it and the next day i I don't want to go to the gym Mm -hmm. i have weights at home of course okay so um I love that though, but that's still a plan B that's in spot at your home. Yeah. Whatever that looks like Whatever. for somebody. And it, and yeah. yeah, and it, and again, my homework, I don't have that much at home. I've got dumbbells, right. uh, a yoga mat, and a BOSU ball. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have that much. Um, I don't have a lot of space for it. And so I just pull it out in the living room and I'll do a couple minutes of something. Or um, then the, so every now and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to do 10 
10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 squat jumps. I'm going to do this three times. I'm going to go take a shower. Like, oh. I'm doing something. Yeah. It's not the best. It's not ideal, but it's something. And I'm going to feel, I'll feel better when it's over. Totally. Well, that's so funny you say that because one of my plan B's and what I've shared with other people and clients is I call them the 10, 10, 10s. Yeah. yeah. 10 squats and push-ups and mm-hmm. jump, whatever, lunges. And you can switch those exercises right. up, but it's just 10 just of each. something. Just do something. Yeah. Um, I've even gone in the weight room. I didn't, so at, at UNC Asheville, I was like, Ugh, I don't want to do anything, but there was a, a, a there, there is a lap pull down. Mm-hmm. So I'll do, I'll do 10 reps, 10, that's a hundred lap pull downs. Mm-hmm. I'll be so sore from that, but it doesn't take very long. Uh-huh. And it's not, I mean, I don't have to actually do a whole lot of thinking. It's just a lap pull down machine. So, right. um, you know, there's not like an Olympic lift or something that, or a back squat. There's something that's going to take a lot of brain power mm-hmm. from me. But I can do that and be a little sore tomorrow and sure. be, know I've done something. Love it. So, um, I don't know if that really answers. No, it I totally guess. does. Yeah. Yeah. It seems not obvious because it's not like these are regimented. These. Yeah. Yeah. But those are things, a plan B. Yeah. And you already know what that is, so nobody has to go down a rabbit hole and right. be like, what? And I think it does help that I'm a that I have all these programs in my head. Right. Um, I think that that's definitely an advantage for some people because they're like, mm-hmm. well, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, well, this was, this, I've seen the clients tell me this, like if I do a program for them, well, that machine was taken, that machine was mm. taken. Now what do I do? Ah. Um, and, and I, I wish I had a better answer for that most of the time. Um, and a lot of times I tell them, well, do a different day on the program or, sure. you know, like next time oh, yeah. do a different day. Cause they're like, well, I just left cause I didn't have that. I'm like, Oh, that it's not ideal, but, um, they didn't know. They didn't have yeah. the permission to switch the days or, yeah. you know, so I do think that's an advantage of having all the workouts in my head is that sure. like, we can go and just do whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I wish there was a better solution for that, but maybe they can listen to this podcast. <laughs> I was that and I, well, and that's like even a part of like what the program is like having just like a simple PDF or yeah. something where it's like with people without that knowledge can just mm-hmm. go to this one, like, and have and that permission something. and pick something. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. have those ideas. And just know we, it's, it's okay to, to not want to do something really hard that day maybe you so right now the well last week this week anyways the past couple of weeks it feels like the kids have been in exams mm-hmm. at school and yeah during exam time we don't have super hard lifts for them yeah and some some of the athletes are like weirded out by it mm-hmm. they're like why are we not doing it some of the athletes are like oh thank goodness right um and it's the reason is because we they're using all the brain power yeah. for the exams they're using all that so we're not going to overstress them in the weight room mm-hmm. so for general population we have jobs right. we're using all that brain power all day long maybe mm-hmm. you don't need a super complex difficult lift or maybe you've got an assignment due that day and you've just busted your butt mm-hmm. to get that done maybe you need a 20 minute or and you need to go home and rest or take an epsom salt bath or right. you know we need to find out how to give ourselves permission to do mm-hmm. that more frequently. Yeah. Love it. Uh, okay. So here we've come to the share the love round. Oh, yeah. Okay. So favorite healthy snacks. Um, I make my own quote unquote. It's really not complicated. It's raisins, dark chocolate, little morsel things, mm-hmm. um, or whatever they have. The dark chocolate. Sometimes they're out over at um, Earth Fair. Which okay. Is, so whatever baking dark chocolate yeah. little snacks and um, almonds with pink salt. 
and I shake that up and I can have a little bit of it it, it does it's a little chocolate heavy but I can have that and that's a nice sweet treat for mm. me because I'm a big sweet eater mm-hmm. like I if you put a cake I can probably eat the whole thing <laughs> love cupcakes like I oh really, my god yes yeah, yes I mean it's like <laughs> and I don't want to say an issue but I have to be very aware of it yeah um because I can sit down and eat like I've made made the trail mix and oh, then girl, I can accidentally <laughs> sat down and ate the whole freaking thing like, right I was like oh my gosh this is what this is what everyone talks about like what am I <laughs> And, um, you know, so, so that's a nice little snack yeah, for me. Love it. One of my favorites is, uh, like almond or peanut butter and apples. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I like crunchy things. Mm-hmm. So for a healthy snack. Um, yeah. so I like crunchy things. Um, so I need, I need the crunch. I need that little bit of something. Yeah. Um, uh, popcorn. Mm. My, oh um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, um. Yeah, pop, good. regular popcorn. Sweet and salty. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a big, like, if you can sit me down with a bag of chips, I can eat the whole thing. So I I need to, I have to have something available, not have to, but I do better giving myself permission to have some popcorn. Right. To have, a, like, I put it into my daily intake so that I can have, because I enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Make it balanced instead of, yeah. like. And I don't, I don't punish myself for snacks. If I do sit down and eat the whole bag, I'm like, well, crap, I did, I did that. Walk a little. But I'm, yeah, but I'm not gonna like go do ten or a hundred burpees and mm-hmm. punish myself for. It. I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't like to use exercise as punishment. Yeah. I'll just be better tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Love so. it. Um. Okay. And I know this is you, but how about pre and post workout? What are you eating or drinking? Um. I so I like. I used to be more aware of my pre-work I used to take like pre-workouts mm. um I don't as much anymore there's no real reason why I just mm-hmm. stopped doing it as much um but I used to do like a beta alanine so a, a amino acids beta mm-hmm. alanine combo and I I was sponsored by this company I love them but um they they're downsizing and so they got rid of their sponsorships mm. which is I mean I could pay for it it's good stuff yeah. but um I just don't I don't really use my protein shakes as much anymore mm. in my maintenance. Like, I'm very happy where I am right. in maintenance. Uh, and I, I may be working towards finding a goal soon, but because I feel like I, I probably need one. But um, for the past almost a year or so, I've just been kind of like mm-hmm. working on my business, cruising through, making sure I get my workouts in, but not getting crazy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so pre-workout... I like amino acids or something like that. I got away from, I was using like C4 or stuff, like crazy caffeine stuff. Uh-huh. But I got away from that um, a lot, actually. I'm trying to be better about caffeine intake and little things like that just for stress purposes. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah, just me personally. Yeah. Um, so, and then so for post-workout, I do like protein shakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll still, I, I, I'll eat protein shakes for snack. I have a bag in the back of my car. Right. So I'll do it for a snack. So I because I, I don't know if I'm hypoglycemic or I just get hangry or what it yeah. is. But, like, if I get hungry, like, it's coming to an end. I right. need food now. And so I always have to have something. Like, I've got protein bars in my backpack. of yeah. Always ready, just in case. Because um, you don't want me to train you if I'm hungry. So I, I like protein shakes. Um, and I said that before, but find something you like. Yeah. Um, what I look for in a shake is a high protein, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. So a high protein count. Um, with as minimal scoops as possible. And so is that like 20 grams? Or is that I'd like to go t- 26 okay. or so, but I mean, I'm happy with 20. Sure. Yes. Um, low, low sugars, low carbs, mm-hmm. if possible, low fat, if possible. Um, and, and then a 
a lower calorie or moderate, like 170, okay, maybe um, calorie, so that, and and again, scoop size is important. Right. We need to pay more attention to scoops. Um, some of them are like, oh, they're 26 calories, and then you go, or 26 grams of protein, and then you go, look, that's the first three scoops. Right. So if you're just putting one scoop in your shake every day, and you haven't thought anything right. about it, then you know, not you're not it. getting it. Yeah. So um, I try to get the most bang per scoop mm. as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not really one to, like, make a fancy shake, because I'm very efficient. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh-huh. like, a water fountain, water, and a scoop of... Yep. Or, Mine has a it's a ten milligram scooper, mm-hmm. and so I know I'm getting thirty milligrams of protein with three scoops, right. which is nice. Um, and then it's got a carb separate, which mm. is really cool. So if I'm if I'm a, on a low and I don't want to say low carb day, like I'm cycling, but if I if I know I haven't eaten enough carbs mm-hmm. that day, or I'm really hangry and like I need I need a carb boost to get me to the next couple clients, or that workout was really hard and I need more carbs, yeah. or um, and that's once again that's kind of the perks of knowing these things um but when you're looking for a shake as a general population person i would suggest finding something with the things i mentioned before that you like yeah it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter if it's vegan it doesn't matter what it is right check and make sure it's not a weight gainer if you're trying to lose weight but you know like otherwise find something you'll drink otherwise it'll sit in the cabinet and you won't drink it and it doesn't matter right right (laughs) like don't over don't overthink it. You can Love go. It. You can go and get samples. Most stores have samples or trial sizes, or go pick up fifteen of them and figure out which one you'll drink. And I was gonna say, actually, Whole Foods does really good. Yeah, um, they've got little samples. Keep your receipt, but if you can even get a whole bin or a uh, whole tub of it, and if you don't like it, yeah, Whole can, Foods does that. Yeah. Um, Vitamin Shop will mm-hmm. do that pretty, and they're they're really they're really good about it. I've taken something back, and it I didn't like the way it fizzed. Like yeah. I was like, oh, that's just weird. And I took it back, and they were. I mean, it was all great. Good. Yeah, it was all good. So, yeah, don't be afraid to try it. Yeah. Because if you won't drink it, it won't work. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how nutritious it is if you won't eat it. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, let's see here. Okay. How about favorite clothes or gear to work out in? Um, I said my shoes. So oh, yeah. I have specific workout shoes for different things. Mm-hmm. Um and that makes a difference for me. It doesn't, I mean, like I've got my lifting shoes, which are, I use for lifting, but, um, otherwise, I mean, I can work out in my work. Sh- I can, I can, but it right. puts me in a different mindset. So, um, yeah, I carry my workout shoes in my car as and well. And what are they? So my, for like, if I'm going to go to an underground class or something, yeah. my, my cross trainers are Reeboks and I don't uh-huh. even know, I don't know what those are, honestly. Yeah. The Nanos question mark. I don't really know what those, the Metcons? Reebok. No, that's no. that's Nike. I know that. One. Okay. But so the Reebok CrossFit shoes, okay. the basic ones. Um, I've got those. My lifters are Adidas. I uh, don't know what those are. Adidas lifters. Mm-hmm. They're old. They're purple. They're awful. <laughs> they're old. Um, but they work. Whatever. And then, um, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll take take my shoes off once in a while, like if it's a mobility. Yeah. Or I'm going lighter. I, I mean, but that's only you can't do that in every gym. But um, yeah. So my shoes. Uh, favorite otherwise the tank top i'm not very i keep Picky a, I keep a tank wear. top in my bag which yeah. is probably gross to a lot of people i air it out and then put it back in my bag but um i just wear a regular cut off or thick yeah. nice i don't overthink it yeah yeah simple as easy yeah okay back from our little pause still in the share the love round 
So, okay, from gear two, what is always in your gym bag? Do you have something that helps you live this lifestyle that you kind of always carry with you? Um, I always have bands in my gym bag. Um, I always have some sort of snack in my gym bag because I said I get hangry. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff in there. But uh, my plastic fork, I'm so I'm, I'm trying to... Reuse, I reuse my plastic oh, nice. fork, but it's always yeah. in there. Um, or you can put a regular fork, but that way I always have my, my utensils to eat, which is smart, great. So I have that in my gym bag. Um, I show, deodorant. I am always constantly sweating. I feel like I do half of my workouts with my clients. I'll catch myself like like squeezing my muscles and doing certain things. Yeah. So I, I try to keep deodorant so that people can stand close to me without feeling weird about it. You know? <laughs> I love it, right? So, yeah. More of an essential for you than so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want my clients to think I stink. It definitely would be not, not, not ideal. Right. Okay, how about, ooh, this is a new one that... Um, how about a Spotify playlist? Do you or do you use Spotify if so, or what do you? I use? do use Spotify. Um, I used to do a lot of play more playlists when I did um, when I was a group fitness instructor. Uh huh. But now I just kind of put it on shuffle, which is kind of a cop out. But um, I used to have a lot. More. I still have playlists because mm-hmm. I had them when I was training group classes. Right. But I'm a big fan of like old school hip hop. Okay. And um, that sort of stuff to work out too. So like. Run DMC. Uh, you know, I don't. Know. I like older stuff because it's a little less aggressive, less yeah. vulgar for group classes. Yeah. So um, it was kind of easier to play. Sort of most of the time. I mean, you put yeah. DMX in there. You still have to edit that. But um, so older hip hop was easier for for classes. And I'm not. I'm not a great dancer, but I thoroughly enjoyed like sure. the old school. Like I'm. I'm like a boy band dancer. Oh yeah. You know. So. I stick to what I do. Do you have like a, a playlist that's public that you can share? Um, I used to. I don't know if it's still public or not because I was where I was uh, I updated some things for the the college kids for some oh. like newer songs. Um, and I was afraid that they might play my underground and like or not under uh, the group fitness facility I was at. Oh. I was afraid they would might come back and play my new playlist which is not edited and you know stuff oh, for the kids right, right. For the, the newer hip hop songs and I was like that might be aggressive and if she accidentally were to to play my whole playlist right. so I'm not sure if I'm still public or not okay um but if I am I have some some fun uh cardio-ish playlist yeah. in there yeah okay cool um now you've mentioned a couple apps already the train heroic and my fitness pal Mm-hmm. Are there any other ones that you love in the um, I world? find runners do well with some of the... So there's some... And I can't remember the name of it. But there was one that I downloaded because I really did... Oh, that's what's called. Strava. Strava, Ru- yeah. Runners tend to really like that one. And it's a community based, And you mm-hmm. can kind of find local... Other people doing your same route. And um, I thought that was cool. But I'm not a big runner. But I did download it so I could see sure. what everyone was talking about. Um, yeah, that's really it. Cool. So those, those ones are all I really use. How about a favorite book or podcast? It can be health-related or not. Yeah. Um, well, technically, my favorite book ever is uh, The Giving Tree. Ooh. Um, it's Shel Silverstein. Oh, yeah. It's a young, it's like a kid's book. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just a good book. My mom read it to me as a kid, um, and it was just something. I, so I still have it on my shelf at home. Like, it's That's just awesome. a, I pick it up every now and then. It's just an easy, obviously, it's a children's book. It's an easy read. But, um really like the Pat Summit books when I was 
I'm okay. not a great, I'm not a big reader, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was trying to listen to more podcasts recently, like some of the NSCA, um, Iron Chalk Talk, some of the strength and conditioning ones, but I'm, I go in and out of, of that sort of stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be better about, uh, I don't want to say continued ed sort of things, yeah. but I'm trying to be better about that. So, and a lot of it's on podcasts, so I dabble with things here and there, and um, certain people I follow on Instagram that have... I don't say like I like live TVs, uh-huh. uh, like IGTV. Um, so they do some of those things, and that's that's kind of where I get some of my okay fuel for that sort Brain of stuff. Food, yeah. yeah. Okay, so final question for me, and then we'll give you a little chance if there's something more you want to share. <laughs> um, so, what advice do you have to share with someone who's just getting started with exercise, or has kind of been that on-off, never mm-hmm. really like staying consistent? Um, to keep them going or get them started? Um, It kind of goes back to do what you like. Um, Try out a bunch of different classes. Most places have a couple of free classes or something that they offer as an intro package or something. Um, And and try try out, see what you like. You may, maybe you don't like, you know, there's so many options. There's so many group training facilities. There's so, there's yoga, there's, there's CrossFits, there's uh, interval training classes. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, there's just tons of options, Uh, cycling classes. There's personal trainers that will give you, you know, will work with you to find what, what, um, you know, what you like, what you want to do, what's going to be close to home what's going to fit your schedule what you know like there you need to take into consideration all those things before you just dive into a total I mean and sometimes it it takes a life changing it does take you changing some things around and adjusting your schedule but if you're already kind of doing something or you've been on and off figure out okay I'm on and off what what did I do when I was on that Mm -hmm. I liked and and piece that together it doesn't uh it doesn't have to be complicated, mm. but we tend to make it complicated because it's working out. It's such this taboo. It's such this this thing mm-hmm. that it, if we would just let it be part of our lives more, yeah. I think it would flow easier for people, and it would just be something that you just did because it was part of your routine. Refreshing versus your yeah, yeah, like normal activity versus like oh, you know, my world's coming to an end. I didn't get my se- see. He's even laughing at that. I didn't get my my session in today. So. Um, Figure out what what's gonna work for you. What's close to home? Which you know, which gym yeah. is the closest to home is the one you need to go to. Yeah. Not necessarily. I mean, and sometimes that's not the coolest gym in town, right. but it's the one you'll go to. Right. And so, figure out what's gonna fit your life. Don't try to make working out. Don't try to do the opposite unless you're in the in the ballpark for a lifestyle change. Yeah. Um, if you are, then yeah, figure out how to make the pieces fit. But if you already have a pretty solid lifestyle and you're trying to work something new into it, start small, yep. build up, progress, uh, do a couple, start, start, small changes can make a big difference. Yeah. So with diet, sometimes people just need to, hey, let's reduce your dairy. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. you don't realize you put cheese on your salad, you put, you know, and that's, that's not the, but you can change one thing that can make a big difference versus, all right, I need a whole new diet. Right. So maybe you don't need a whole new workout plan. Maybe you just need to, to be more consistent with what you've already got. Yeah. You know, so it's, and I, I don't know, find what works for you versus what everyone else is talking about. Love it. Love it. Always goes back to that. Yes, I can say I feel like I've said that a lot. Yeah, it's, it's good. Just... We got to bring it home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so do you have anything else you want to share that I missed or just in general that you just feel? Um, no, I think I've harped on the, the consistency and in, in finding what works for you as much as I can. So that's, yeah. that's what I tell my clients constantly. So Awesome. Yeah. Good deal. All right, so where can people find you? Um, my Instagram is G Walker Performance. I do have a Facebook. I'm not as active on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but G, Georgia Walker is my name on Facebook and G Walker Performance. You can go like it on Facebook too. But I, uh, they are linked, so you'll see if I make a post on Instagram, it'll go to my G Walker Performance. But I, I try to post to my story every day on Instagram, mm-hmm. and um, once in a while I'll make a post on Instagram. But so that's and, oh my website is G Walker Performance. I'm in the process of updating that. I feel like it has too much information and is a little overwhelming and I, I want to um, narrow that down and try to make it uh, more user friendly. So I'm up to, in the process of working with a friend to get a logo and update my website. Awesome. So we shall see how that goes. Cool, but, cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks so much for being here, Georgia. Thanks for having me, Sam. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got so much value out of that episode. And value can be even just one thought, one new thing. So I want you to consider that when you listen to any episode of mine or any other podcast, book, valuable resource that you have, that it can be one thought. It could be one thing that can change your life that can open that door to possibility. So I want to offer that and every episode you listen to, what is that? What's that nugget? At least one that you're going to take away. And I also want to offer if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, yes, I hear you, Samantha or my guest. And you're like, I really do want to get to my quote unquote impossible goal. I really do want to lose the weight. I want to run the marathon. I want to run an ultra marathon. I want to have more energy to play with my kids, to go on a beach vacation and feel confident. I like to say that you can walk into any boardroom, bedroom, or beach confident AF. Like if that's what you want and you have not got that result for yourself yet, then this is an answer. I do one-on-one coaching with my clients to create and absolutely guarantee that they will reach that impossible health goal. I want to work with you if you are ready to commit, if you're ready to go all in, which doesn't mean hustle and do a 180. It just means that you're ready to create this result in your life. If your hand is raised and you've tried all the things and nothing has worked, or you are doing the things, but you're just not getting the results that you want, then it's time to consider working with a coach. I would be more than honored to work with any of you guys. And how you can book a free consult call is by going to my website at www.samanthanivens.com. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. 
or you can find me on Instagram at Samantha's Real Life and just DM me or Facebook Messenger me. Either way, I will get back to you and we can find a time for us to talk more about what you want to get and how I can help you get there. If you are having fun on this podcast and just want to be in more of a community and be surrounded by more like-minded folks and grow together, no matter what, I would invite you to join the Private Sweat Life Facebook group. Just search The Sweat Life in Facebook on the groups and you will find our group. It'll pop up. I give all kinds of tips and tools and uh, share podcasts that I listen to personally and all kinds of things that we are cultivating there. And then the other spot you can find me and get some more tips and tools is my new YouTube channel, which is the Ultra Health Hub with Samantha Divins. So if you just search Ultra Health Hub or my name, either one, it should pop up. And I like to give all kinds of fun things that I do in my day to day to how I live this healthy lifestyle. So check that out. It's different even than some of the material on the podcast. So all kinds of good stuff. I hope you guys are enjoying this. If you are, you can also leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. So I know that you are. And please feel the Feel free to reach out anytime and let me know what you want to hear about or guests you want to hear from, and I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, you guys. 